Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today is December 14th. It's Thursday if you're watching us or listening to us live, and this is the Daily AI Show. So today, we are here to talk about kind of a really cool topic, and all credit goes to Beth on this. In fact, let me introduce who's here today. June, me, Beth, Andy, Aaron, I'm Brian, uh, and we'll see if we get Carl Robert popping in at some point. Um, but all credit goes to Beth on this one, because this is your idea, Beth. And um, it's the idea of custom GPTs or pop-up custom GPTs, which if you were just to do a Google search on that, you're, you're probably not going to find a lot on it. There's like one article that I found. But when you explained what it was, my entrepreneur brain just took off on this topic. And I was like, ooh, I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> so before I jump into those, why don't you kind of give us the background of where this concept or idea came from for you? Um, and then let's dive into maybe all the fun ways that this could play out um, in different industries and different things like that. So take it away, Beth. Sure. So uh, I think uh, if you're new to the to the podcast, you haven't heard this story or the live, um, but uh, those of you who've uh, uh, been with us for a while may have heard this the first um chat bot that i spun up was based on salesforce help documentation because salesforce help documentation is super detailed and comprehensive and the search feature is not super uh helpful <laughs> um so I wanted to, to, to create a chat experience for myself about how to do a specific thing. And the specific thing was building a lightning web component. Um, and that got my head spinning. One of the things that I do um, is training, right? Is to create training, custom training for, for organizations. And I have wanted something that would be really targeted and simple for people to use based on what we're talking about, right? Because it's, uh, I can only train in, like I'm only there for a specific period of time. I'm only training in one style. I'm trying to use other people's stuff, but like some people need to learn kinesthetically. Some people need to learn visually. Some people need to learn through stories or analogies or that sort of thing. Like uh, I heard Paul Ratzer on a, marketing AI podcast say, uh, explain it to me like it's golf, right? <laughs> so like right. everybody has that individual thing that like, okay, I have like a really detailed mental picture of this. If you could explain it to me like that, I'll get it. Mm -hmm. And this creates an opportunity for everybody to go in to the material and ask that personalized question for themselves and have AI customize what we were just learning. That's where the idea came from. That's that's awesome. And obviously mine would be explaining to me like I'm a firefighter because we know that's the only way I can conceptualize <laughs> any of these ideas. Had they just started my education a long time ago and said, we'll teach it to you like a firefighter, maybe maybe I would be way smarter and way farther ahead. Um, I, I love I that. Wanna I, love that idea. I wanna hear Andy's version, like a, a, a <laughs> cowboy type scenario. Uh, Andy's but, got yeah, a bunch of... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Right now, rolling around in Andy's brain, I know he has a thousand ideas for this. There's no doubt in my head. There's no doubt in my mind that Andy is like, he's 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 about to jump off on this. So I will tell you now, what I'll do is I'll pick it up from here and then let's just open up the conversation. Where my brain went with that, Beth, because you explained that, and I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool. But then I immediately took a left turn at Albuquerque and I and I went towards um, under like thinking about business and business ideas. 
but not just business. Then I started going into education in other areas. So I'll just throw with a few just to kind of get the conversation started. Okay, education. Well, let's take my daughter. She's in seventh grade. One of her subjects is civics. Okay, she's got a civics teacher. Um, that's talking about the Constitution. That's talking about all these things um, uh, about, you know, general civics, right? It's kind of like a government class, but not exactly. Okay, well, I can't, as the teacher, what I can't do, because let's just back up a second, custom GPTs require for you to use it, whether you created it or you're just using the URL, you have to have a paid account of custom G of, of chat GPT. Okay. You can't do that to students. You can't say everybody go home and tell your parents you need this $20 subscription to use this tool to get better at class. That's not going to work. But the teacher can create essentially a pop-up one that's on the lesson segment they're talking about in civics and then say, input their notes, their teacher notes, what they think is important, maybe the stuff that the students have learned maybe over the last two weeks, not a long period of time. And then say, okay, class, I'm gonna project this custom GPT up onto the board. And together, we're going to go through the answers. And if you get it right, there's a bonus point for it. We're gonna gamify this together. And so, you know, I threw one up. What I did was I went and found uh, a custom GPT that kind of does a quiz master. And so basically it was like, I went and found some, not my daughters, but some, civics notes from seventh grade somebody had them online right go figure and it's like okay about the entitlement thinkers so the only question i could answer out of all of these was uh Montesquieu, i think is how you say it uh proposed the separation of government powers into three branches can you name three branches i was like i can do that one so i answered that question and i got it right i could not answer any of the other eyes other ones on there about the social contract and other things i'm sure my daughter is remembering and learning but it's super fun, right? Like this teacher can pop up this custom GPT that only has really one. Now, maybe this teacher will use it every year. So maybe it's repetitive in that sense. But it only really has this one use case, which is to gamify, to make it more fun, to make sure that my students can not only answer questions, but can start asking Socratic questions back to it because it is a custom GPT. It's got the knowledge of GPT-4 and then bring in critical thinking skills. So we can answer the question and go, what else do we wanna know about the three areas of government? Now that's not, may not even be in the training doc, but that's okay. I can ask GPT-4 all day long, chat GPT about the three branches of government. So I might ask my students like, that's great. You got that right. Legislative, executive, and judicial. Great. What other questions might we wanna know about that if you didn't know anything about the three branches of government? Boom. Socratic questioning, opening up. Now the student can come back with better ideas. Okay, that's one for government for uh, uh, education. I think would be super awesome. But let's just take one. Like I was saying to Aaron in our Slack channel, you're a. I bought a new home, but I had it built. It took 15 months for the house to be built. Long process. There was the land. There, you know, the whole thing, right? So, but I'm in a neighborhood. There's houses to 10 feet on either side of me. So I'm, there's 6,000 houses in my mega neighborhood that I'm in. Right? It's huge. But that's an area like I was from this area. I already lived here, but let's say I did. We have tons of people moving from like our neighbors are from California. They do not know this area that I live in. So if I'm a builder, not only can I create a custom GPT, 90% of it is going to be stock, but right. the other 10% of it might be my child's age, where they're going to go to school, the things that I care about in the community. Maybe I'm, I'm very religious and I'm going to want to know about churches that are Christian churches, or I go to mega churches, or I'm Catholic or whatever, right? So I might throw in some suggestions there, places you might like, like, you know, oh, out in California, we really like going to Trader Joe's. What are my options here? 
I can easily, as the home builder, put in the floor plan, different things they're going to need to know, where the outlets are going to be, all this other fun stuff that was always coming up in conversations that I had to have as the home builder. And for that 15-month process, they could have built this pop-up GPT that would have enhanced that whole experience for me and got me even more to be part of the community. And what would I have been thinking about Taylor Morrison, the builder, as a, as a friend in that process, as opposed to like, they did this wrong, it's delayed again, like the things that go with building a house that are super annoying. Then if you had a pop-up business and you had an ice cream shop or something like that, sure. Yeah, people waiting in line, you could do super fun with a QR code. We could think of a lot of ideas there. Hey, go right. use this. If you have ChatGPT, if you have a plus account, go use this. There's some fun Easter eggs in there. And if you find one or two of them, we'll give you 15% off your uh, do. But you got to do it before you get to the front of the line or before your ice cream's ordered. Super fun, super engaging way for businesses to use this in person, but also in ordering and stuff like that. Okay. So that's where my brain is. Thousands of ideas. What do you guys got? What do you, what, what makes you light up when you think about this idea? So I just want to uh, speak before other folks do. Um, the reason that it's pop up versus a chat bot, right? Cause you can do a bunch of what we're talking about in chat base or retune. The yeah. reason that it's pop up is because it's so simple and the, it is included in the cost of a ChatGPT Plus subscription. So it's included in the cost of $20 a month. If you have, uh, your community has that. Um, and so for my trainings, that would be part of like, you do you join the training? You uh, do at least a one month subscription, right? If you can control that, you can pop these things up in like no time. Yep. Uh, and if you put a little more time in, then they're like, um, not just good, they're amazing, right? So yep. that was part of the idea. I love it, yeah. There's like, other than your time to invest to pop them up as the creator, there's really no cost because <laughs> as long as they already have the paid account, <laughs> it just goes into their usage of what right. they're doing for that URL. What's a great point to it. Very few of the alternatives have the builder feature that OpenAI includes in the custom GPTs. And that's part of why it's so simple and on demand and pop-up. You can do a very simple prompt in natural language and it will guide you through the development, asking you questions about what you really want the GPT to do until it gets to a prompt that it has fashioned. And I gotta believe that that, you know, that model has been trained carefully on how to optimize prompts based on natural language. And, and that's part of the ease of use of the GPTs. Now, I do wanna say that, you know, we wrestle around the whole question of sharing and distribution of these things because it does require the, the plus sure. subscription. Uh, so, the the uh, I loved your your workaround, Brian, of saying, okay, well, the teacher can project it. That's if mm -hmm. you've got everybody in the same room, which is, right. or I guess you could you could share it on a screen on Zoom, which is another way to distribute right. something that everybody in the community that you're playing to doesn't have access to. Definitely, yeah, I I really like the idea of uh, the literal pop up sense. So this like just event-based, right? Yeah. So whenever you're you're holding an event uh, for for whatever field, whether it is, uh, you know, it's art or you're doing real estate or, in, you know, any any kind of field that you, like Andy said, you just have everybody in the room, 
you can always just build a custom GPT for that event, right? Or cover a specific, and I think that's the key there is that that specific purpose for either it's just that event, that evening, or you know, a convention or any of those kinds of things, you can have this uh, central information or if you want to use it to, uh, like in your education example, Brian, where you want to explore and, and learn on a, on a topic. So I think that can be applied to, uh, to various fields. For which sure. kind of just pings something an idea into my head, which sounds a bit weird, but it, it, it reminded me of fun part adult fun party games that you have you like um question and answers and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff i mean you could have a lot of fun with something like that if you had a group of people sitting around they're either all using chat gpt on their phone or they've got a maybe someone who's got a, a a tablet that they're casting to the television and everyone's watching it so yeah that could be i mean i never even thought of that before but that could make for a fun game if you spin up a little gpt's on, on a specific topic I mean, and have some how many pubs that. How many pubs and bars have trivia night and they're trying to differentiate themselves from every other Tuesday trivia night? Oh, yeah. So yeah. you could either do it. So what I always think about trivia is like the what kind of kills trivia is don't use your phones, don't use the Internet. OK, right. Everybody does. I would flip it on its head. I would create a pop up custom GPT that says, no, no, use ChatGPT to try to find this answer. But these aren't just like Google it and find it one time. You may have to, in the course of a song playing, you might have to go down a, a rabbit hole to find this answer. Mm -hmm. We know it's not easy, you know? And so, yeah, use ChatGPT. It's your buddy and your team and see if collectively the three of you sitting at a pub table, you know, over some chips and a beer can come up with this answer. Or if not everybody has it in there, you go back to the education model and you say, okay, we don't want to require everybody that comes in the door to need custom, you know, to ha have a pro account, but we can project it and you could still do that in a bar and still play that way. And then just say, use the free side of ChatGPT, use the 3.5 of it. You can still get there. We're saying everybody at the table to use the internet, not to not use it because you can't stop people from doing that. So we're going to make a really hard quiz game. We're going to right. make a really hard trivia game. That would be super fun. I'd go to one tomorrow if that popped up in my in my oh, area. Yeah. Because I like I like AI. I like to geek out on it. And it's something fun, unique, and different that would set that restaurant pub apart from everywhere else. And, and Aaron, this this gave this this inspired uh, another idea. How fun would it be to do a uh, a treasure hunt using a custom GPT? You can you can preload all of the clues, you can use vision um to take pictures like like there's these citywide treasure hunts that they do now right and <clears throat> so you're figuring out the clues it can feed you what clues for your next step you can use vision to take pictures of things so they can analyze and get the uh get the clue response that you want i mean if someone hasn't already built that i, I think i'm going to do that next that, weekend that, that's Pop up karaoke. oh yeah create the yeah. create the lyrics and then you have to come up and sing the new funny lyrics Improv. Yeah, I love so, it. So, so I, I got, know I two, that oh, I've used in GPTs. I've used uh, just a quick question. I've used GPTs to actually generate an image and present it to the user using Dolly, but mm -hmm. I didn't know that it would present an image that you've stored in knowledge. Have you done that? Can you actually present an image that's in there? Yes. Like you mentioned, vision. Do, do GPTs have vision? And, and so you can upload it uh, into the knowledge. You can put a library of images 
and then have those called and presented to the user of the GPT? You can, but there's a, so I was playing around with it and yes and no. So yes, essentially what I did was I put images into HubSpot, which has a, like a, a, a directory, a file directory, mm -hmm. and you can put it in there and then you upload the, in your custom instructions, you can put the, the, because HubSpot gives you a link to the, to the image. And the link is at a dot JPEG or a dot PNG. But if you put it in Google drive, you put it in Dropbox, you put it in box, you put it in Google pictures. It like, if like the instruction was, if somebody, I just really some, if somebody says house two, show me house two. And it's like boop, house two, and it would show up as a JPEG. But if you save it as a link in a file, it won't show up. So if you upload it into the knowledge base just as itself, it won't work. But if you upload it in a, a file using HubSpot, it works. So why HubSpot, but not Google Drive, for example? Because, because it's a direct link, there you right? Go. So yeah, you could it. you could upload it into HubSpot. You could also, if you have access to your um, your website's yeah. like direct yes. URL, you just need a direct URL yep. that doesn't have some sort of sharing Correct. or, uh, or other wrapper. kind of structure yeah. around yeah. it, which Broad. all those other yeah. things do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, actually, I just uh, there's a uh, two points I had. One is the one thing that from a pop-up GPT that I feel, if you're gonna pay twenty bucks a month, if you do nothing else, if you're a business and you put twenty dollars, and you don't use ChatGPT for for any type of anything just for this one use, you your twenty dollars is well worth it. Is to build a co-pilot for your business, so mm -hmm. giving you advice on how to invoice, how to do business development, how to do whatever it is your business does. Imagine having an AI give you that. And the difference is it has a knowledge base. So you can train it on your website. You can train it on your FAQs, whatever it is. Then you can upload client information and then have a conversation there. So to me, that is the, for any business, I still like, it'd be crazy not to have this. This should be a table stake already. And for $20, I, I like again if you don't use if you don't use this for anything else that is the greatest advantage you have as an AI giving you strategic advice on on what your business does and just keep asking it any type of question I it yeah it, to me it, why wouldn't you do it but the second point is though I did a I've done a couple of webinars already on to business owners and yeah it's still they don't under from that industry those groups of people they do not understand like gpt at all i was trying to present it but i was like it's even more so what is a gpt and there's like holy like i i think like that would be the i don't know it, i don't know if it's a pushback but it's like you gotta keep that in mind because there's a whole swath of people that like are people have to have told me, oh, you got to dumb this th thing down. I'm like, I don't know how to dumb it down any further. Like, <laughs> I don't know outside of like, I don't know how to do it. And so that is a thing that we have to be aware of yeah. as well. 
Have you tried asking ChatGPT? How to do? How do we explain you? I'll rephrase really, that. Really, really. Ask it for advice on how to best set it up that suits its needs. Now you uh, may end up getting hallucinations like we got last night when we were mucking around trying to yeah. um, transcribe a, a wave and an MP3 file, and it said, "Yeah, I could do that, no problems." But it's got to be a wave file, and yeah, that's right. You were there, Brian. That's that was right. fun. And that's, right. That's, right. that's right. Carl, do you want to answer this question from Anne real quick? She's asking the top things. Would you add to that knowledge base? I'm assuming she means oh. like for your if you're going to do it for your company. Yes. I would add. So one is easy. One is your website. So use the scraper that. Um, Brian, you mentioned because it oh, could turn it turns your web pages into mm -hmm. JSON, which you upload, or you can use the. I just got, it's called gobble. It's called Gobblebot. It's oh, right. It, <laughs> it uploads everything: your website, your PDFs, your YouTube videos, and it turns into a text file, and you just upload that into your GPT. So mm -hmm. there's Gobblebot, and then so yeah, your any type of employee manuals any type of FAQs, any type of quarterly strategies, yearly strategies, whatever your company has. And it depends on what, it all depends on whatever it is, your quarterly reports, your financial reports, everything that your company possibly outputs that is either public or internal, whatever it is, put that in. And then if you're targeting specific, if you have a, if your business targets other businesses, put in their stuff. Like, use it to be like uh, like w one of the things i'm building now is a abm copilot so uh, you upload the prospects everything that you you need to know about the prospect and then that way you can you have a copilot specifically for one target um account. <laughs> and then the other thing that you can upload is um executable files so you can like you know what Brian did is like in terms of additional prompts. So for this ABM Copilot, I put in a way to execute a specific type of online search and then, or execute a competitor analysis in a very specific, you know, targeted way. So you can target competitors, you can target, you know, you can do specific searches. And then um, the other thing, the last thing I, I heard about was I have I don't know maybe you all can know how can you enable it to you can download stuff from it so you can turn things into zip files PDFs mm -hmm. that you can download so I, I don't even know what you could do there like there's that. you have to have so, a code code interpreter turned on for that um, yes. for that for the downloadable stuff and that and that introduces maybe some other problems with you know if it's internal facing it's probably not going to be as big of a deal because you don't really care if people can see the internal mm -hmm. prompts or whether there's an IP there um so internal it's probably not an issue um but that might come up on it and you know carl what you made me think of and kind of and and was asking this thank you Anne. um it's good to see you by the way and thanks for joining us today um is here's here's how i would do it if i was a business i 1000 percent agree with carl this is a no-brainer you have a you have a team of 20 you should have your company should be paying for 20 20 you know uh, ChatGPT plus accounts. That's a no brainer. It's the best money you'll ever spend every single month for your business. I don't doubt that for a second. Now, assuming that's the case and everybody now has access and can access these custom GPTs. If I'm the AI strategist at that company and I'm going to build the custom GPTs, mm -hmm. I am not going to try to build one custom GPT to rule them. Right. That's a bad idea. What I will do is build a base 
custom GPT. That base custom GPT will have just the knowledge and files that I think it needs to have in its knowledge base about my company or the bare minimum of it, right? It's the base. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to copy or move over from that custom GPT and say, okay, this is the base. And now I'm going to add in customer. Or now I'm going to add in the event. Like my team is going to be on site in Austin together in late February. So now I take this base and I go Austin on site. And so what do I need to know for that? The schedule, the time, whatever the stuff is, Austin, restaurants around the hotel, the hotel, uh, you know, transfer to Ubers, easy Ubers from the airport, all that crap, right? So I might just build a, a event custom GPT that has a very limited scope and window of time that it's going to be used from now to late February by March 1st, it's shut down. There's no need for it. But the cool reason to do that is because when you build off that base, it's very easy to drop that. And I'll take that base and build something else on top of it. What you get is highly niche, highly detailed, purpose-driven custom GPTs that doesn't confuse the model and trying to figure out that it needs to know everything about everything. You only need to know about this one specific like use case or how I want you to work. It makes the prompting much easier. You can be much more specific in your prompting and clear about your directions, and you're going to get much better answers out of it. And it's super easy to just stand up another one with a custom need for it. So that could be for a client. You could make custom GPTs for every single client that has those additional documents built into it. So that's how I would approach it. I think like even to take Brian, your, your idea, even one, one step forward, like in, in our ABM co-pilot, it enables all the teams to, because it asks questions about the specific prospect to begin with. So it asks six questions plus it encourages people to upload any files. So you could have seven different people against seven different prospects because it's asked in that thread or that person who's using that co-pilot specifically with one prospect and it could be used seven different ways, but it's become unique because it's asked questions about a specific thing and then you fed it information. So now it's trained on that specific prospect. And, and don't forget, there could be links, right? So sure. you could have I links mean, in a custom GPT that's a link to another custom GPT. Like, so that, that it comes back and says, that would be a better, here, I'll give you a general answer, but that would be a better question for this custom GPT. Use sure. this link. You click yeah. on the link, it opens up the new custom GPT. Now that one is highly specific to branding or whatever it is that you're internally trying to do as a co-pilot. And it's focused on laser focused on that task. That's a super easy way to make a tree off of one custom GPT that helps your internal company get whatever they need or externally mm -hmm. facing towards clients if you wanted to do that too, like you're saying, Carl. The the, the opportunities are endless here. Um, and they're like, yeah. Andy, you pointed out, it's so easy to do. It's so easy to stand up. You need zero coding experience. Even if you've never built one, use the builder that they have built in because that makes it easy. Tell it what you want. Go through a couple prompts. It'll help you get the, the guide rails built on how you want that custom GPT to work. Um, I know we have a few minutes here. I'm just curious if you guys go ahead, go ahead, Beth. I can see you got something. Oh, you're on mute. You're muted. muted. Yeah. Uh, techie here. Uh, so now um, uh, take everything that we've said and imagine you can do it purely through your phone voice interface. 
-hmm. You can open the GPT in yep. the iOS app or the Android app um, and hit the headphones on it. And now you're training the sales conversation. But we're training, I'm not just memorizing what I'm going to say. I'm practicing the words coming out of my mouth and I'm getting feedback about, you know, but I missed one part or you could make the shorter by like you can, you can then turn this into a conversation. It can be a brainstorming mm -hmm. conversation. It can be a training conversation. It can be a mentoring conversation. It can be like, I'm blown away and I can't even figure out what the problem is conversation. And the GPT will ask you uh, questions to elicit the information and then help, right? Like this becomes not just a writing interface, but also a speaking interface. You just gave me a new idea. Jimmy, you're gonna love this. I'm an aspiring actor. I'm trying to memorize lines. I input the tra the transcript of the lines and then I talk into the custom GPT in my phone and I repeat it back. And then it says, you did good, but this is supposed to be this <laughs> word and you missed this sentence that you're supposed to do or a speech at a convention. I have to go make a speech. I have to do a presentation. I'm nervous about it. I want to memorize it and make it sound really good. I repeat it back to custom GPT. It says, you did a good job, but you missed this part of it. You might want to mm -hmm. add some more emphasis mm -hmm. here whatever the yeah. case may be. So now you have a tool that's working with you. We need a, we need and if it's using that uh, voice interface, really you can uh, you can get them to read back part of the lines too. So yeah, go through right. your go through your script. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. As long as my cohort my my other partner is always a female British uh counterpart <laughs> in my scene, we're good. Cuz that's that's oh. the that's the preferred the default for me on a uh, custom right. GPT. So, Actually so, right now, you can't choose GPT's voice. It's just one voice. Is it? I thought it was. Oh, it is. is it always a? Is it always? It is. I, a, it is always British. that voice. Is it? Yep. I uh, and okay. and she's a lot like. Uh, uh, I'm spacing your name. Sorry, uh, Junmi. Say your thing, and maybe I'll come up with it. Well, I just really know, wanted man. to uh, to to uh, to riff off of uh, Brian's ideas. I'd really like to know everyone's one idea they want to see. For me, I think this is a fantastic opportunity for um, people in the travel uh, field or even personally. You can build a custom GPT for your upcoming trip, right? Let's say you're going to go to Paris, France, and you want to know everything that you, your itinerary, everything that you're going to go see in the area, everything that can be suggested, the mm -hmm. non, uh, you know, the non-famous areas, and all of that can just be in your GPT that you can you you can look up really quickly, and then you can have a conversation with, and you know all of those kinds of things. Travel agencies, I know there there's a few boutique ones out there that that handle uh, everybody's uh, whole itinerary, setting it all up. Well, how about having a, a custom GPT that you set up for your customer, which you only have to have up for a month at most, because each customer's trip is, you know, you, an average of two weeks. So you spin one up for them for their trip, and it has all of their itinerary information, all of the questions that they would want to ask of you, and of course, all the information on how to contact you directly, you know, or your business. So I, I, I think there's uh, there's lots of applications there just just for having a pop up per customer, per event, or per interaction with with your company your business or or whatever field you're working in love it i just thought of one then uh, and i don't know if this is a pop-up as opposed to a bit more long term but 
one of my challenges in helping my clients with their marketing is understanding their market and their product and their service and their customers really well. And it's often difficult to get that information out of them. But if I could give them just narrate voice stuff, you know, when they think of an idea or they have an, a situation that occurs and just fire the voice file to me by email, I can just throw it through Whisper and I'm hoping that um, ChatGPT will figure out how to do it, like, unlike last night, um, and feed it into our custom GPTs that I can talk to and say, hey, I need an idea for a video for Fred Smith today. Um, we're thinking of talking about whatever. What's Fred said about that? Give me some thoughts to build a, a video script, for example. So that actually could be really, really powerful. I'm definitely going to look into that a lot more. Definitely. Beth, Carl, Andy. Uh, so one of the things that if you've been in uh, organization or uh, sessions with me, you've heard me say uh, that one of the, I think, underutilized aspects of this is an opportunity to build rapport with your prospects or Definitely. your clients, right? So that there is a there is an interaction that can happen that is supportive, clarifying, um, uh, empathetic, right? Because that's those are things you can build into these conversations, um, and uh, and so I that's one of the ways that I see this as a really uh, great possibility. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I have a kind of a TLDR, which is uh, custom GPTs. In my conceptualization of what they have done in the world of AI, is they become a a, a much better than a prompt library of capturing specific targeted queries that you want to make, especially if you want to repeat those queries over time, because by putting it into a custom GPT very quickly, you, you get assistance in writing the prompt with the bird. You can then, if you've got some prompt engineering skills, you can really lay out a very sophisticated prompt. You have a, a, a database of knowledge that you can do, and over the time that you use that GPT, it'll evolve and you can improve it. It's not going to evolve on its own, mind you, but you can improve it by changing elements of the knowledge base and also of the prompt. And so it's all captured in this thing that is conversational and has an expansive knowledge, GPT-4, uh, plus powers. It has powers to act in some ways that you can implement in a gpt those are limited, but you 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 have code interpreter certainly, and and others that are coming. I'm sure. I mean, over time, when this thing goes yeah. into the uh, wild, when they release this finally in the GPT store, I think you're going to see additional capabilities in the custom GPT platform. So, sure. no need to create a prompt library anymore. Just create a GPT for every one of the things that you want to use. I love it. I think the the last thing I'm pretty excited about actually is it's not just the GPT, it's the assistance that yes. mm -hmm. that part. Now I know all the, all the other big custom AI, custom chatbot um, companies are going to be integrating that, but it's really about taking the ability to upload information and having, and I, I don't like my brain can't comprehend what possibilities there are allowing people not just to have conversations but then hey can you show me i don't know uploading pictures eventually video 
and then asking conversations about those things in a true multimodal fashion is it, it's it's very close right gemini showed us the example and mm -hmm. then you know all the models whether and and especially the open source ones that's going to be coming pretty quick and yep. then with we saw with mistral being able to just upload a gpt 3.5 onto your phone and or uh, just a local drive like everybody will have some sort of ability to do that that is pretty exciting mm -hmm. yeah and, and really I'm, quick I'm, i wanted to show that right. uh one of our uh, viewers had an excellent idea as well yeah. is helping people uh understanding plans in uh in healthcare so thanks Gwen. yeah i look i i won't add any more examples because i have a thousand i could go on for days <laughs> on on just ideas and mm -hmm. i love i love this stuff just brainstorming new ideas but hopefully this is kickstarted if you listen to this this is kickstarted some ideas of your own of like oh i could go in this area that area i will say just because it's worth bringing up just as the end here there are limitations um, one is obviously um, accessibility. Not everybody is paying $20 currently. In fact, as Carlos mm -hmm. said, I have said, I just had a workshop the other day with like uh, 15 people in it. Over half of them only had the free account. So yeah. this is, this is we're excited about this. The people who are listening to the show, yes, the general public, probably not as much. Um, so there's limitation factors there. There's also hallucination factors. So you you have to be careful about what your use case is because you have to factor in that it could in fact give wrong answers and you have to weigh what you're using that pop-up for and whether that's a bigger deal or not bigger deal. Obviously in these lighter settings, the quizzes, the things like that, even the the education one to a certain extent because you have the teacher as the, as the human in the loop plus all the students, th these things can be like worked through. But you got to be at least careful about that and and feeling confident that what is your use case? What's the intended user supposed to get out of that? And what happens if it lies? Is there is there a fallback? Is there a workaround to that or something like that? Um, yeah, and saying I had a workshop yesterday, 10 people in it, zero had the paid account. Yeah. So anyway, just to wrap it up, hopefully you got some good ideas tomorrow. We are doing our big review of Perplexity. So come on back for that. That's our Friday show. And then just want to put a plug out for next Friday show. We have, we have shows for the next, all through Christmas and all that too. But next week on the 22nd, um, next Friday show is our 100th episode. So we would love it if you guys would come back and share with us and celebrate it a little bit. That's on the 22nd. Tell all, tell all your friends. <laughs> tell all your friends, yeah. Spread the love. We would love that um, as we mom, celebrate getting to 100. Your grandmother, your auntie, your uncle. Everybody. And the kids, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> uh, but tomorrow we got perplexity, so we'll be back giving our honest, and I keep putting honest in there, our honest review of perplexity. Each one of us will come back and say whether we think, you know, where where it lands for us. Um, so that's tomorrow. Okay, wrapping it up. That's it. This was a fun one, as you can see. This is this is right up my alley. I love this stuff. So uh, we will now, we will be back tomorrow, guys. Let me get my splash screen going. Splash screen. Where are you? Bye. Screen. <laughs> <laughs> stretch if we could just stretch <laughs> right yeah. talk amongst yourself i'll give you a discussion topic <laughs> uh, here we are all right bye everybody <laughs> bye <laughs>